is good, everyone. It is Bobby Daytona. Hey, guys, you already know what the deal is. I am back at it with another episode. Hey, guys, I promise you that if you check this episode out, you are going to get something so valuable from it that you might be able to change your life. So you got to tune in. You got to check it out. And let's go. There have been different men and women at different points of time who have completely shaped the way in which people live, the way in which people think, the way in which people honestly go about their lives. And I consider these keystones people. A keystone person would be someone like an Abraham Lincoln, someone who basically fathered an entirely brand new nation out of one that was already existing, albeit in a different form. And something that occurs actually in nature is something called a keystone species. And I'm actually going to read you something kind of verbatim so I, I don't misquote or misrepresent what a keystone species is. But what the species is, is an organism that helps to hold the entire system together. And without a keystone species, entire ecosystems would look very different than how they look now. And so these are organisms, large and small, big and great, predators. Uh, what's the opposite of a predator? A prey that basically help to hold together the entire system. And without their presence, things look a lot different. And oftentimes, without these keystone species, we see these entire communities that have been built up fail. And I talk about the failing communities from the loss of these keystone species if they weren't in play, if they didn't exist. And then I recognize that these keystone species honestly aren't much different than you and I. Except the keystone species I'm going to be talking to you about are actually keystone habits. And again, I don't think that that's necessarily a net new idea. I'm sure that that's actually probably been said before, and if it hasn't, then you're hearing it here first. But what these keystone habits are, are these bedrocks of how you decide to live your life, certain principles, certain virtues, certain characteristics that are so fundamental to your core that they ultimately shape not just the way that the world, not just the way that you see the world, but the way that the world sees you. Keystone habits are critical because they allow for you to be successful. They allow for you to prosper. They allow for you to avoid danger, for you to avoid harm. Keystone habits are absolutely essential to embed into basically the fabric of your life so that you can have the life that you want, so that you can realize the visions in your mind so that you can go into the world and not just be someone who is simply existing, collecting the paycheck, someone who might be detracting actually, but so that you can go into the world and be a force for good. Someone that helps to replenish the spirit and the soul of the world. That's what these keystone habits will allow for you to do. And maybe it's not that aspirational. Maybe it's you just saying, you know what? I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better friend. 
I want to be a better employee. I want to be a better person. And, you know, better for each and every single person is going to look slightly different. That's all good. But the keystone habits that I'm going to be speaking about you with are going to be applicable for your situation no matter what. And I can promise you that if you ingratiate or integrate these into your life even 1% more each and every single day, that you are going to see your dividends multiply not just tenfold, not just a hundredfold, but a thousandfold, 10,000fold. And I mean that. And I can say that these aren't necessarily my keystone habits. These are the keystone habits because what I've done for years, I've literally dedicated years to this, is going through some of the literature of the greatest thinkers, the greatest entrepreneurs, the greatest doers, the greatest aspires, the greatest artists, the greatest creators of all time. I've looked at their work. I've looked at what people said about their work. I've studied it. I've prayed on it. I've meditated on it. I've tried to implement it into my own life. I've looked at it over the course of centuries saying, hey, what was being written 8,000 years ago, 5,000 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 500 years ago, 200 years ago, 50 years ago? What was being written at these times where 8,000 years ago, they could have written something where 50 years ago, that was written as well? Because they found the same truth. That's what it is that I've dedicated years of my life to trying to understand is what are these connected truths that have always been true of the human condition? And specifically, what are these connected truth, these keystone habits that have allowed for people from all different periods of time, all different socioeconomic classes, all different races, religions, credos, whatever, what are they that have allowed for people to rise up as champions, as leaders of society, as Abrahams, to go forth and create, and to create in such a way that they are so bold and imaginative in their ways that the world takes note. Not because they're seeking the attention of the world, but because they are providing something to the world which the world desperately needs. So, that brings us to today's Keystone Habit. This one is honestly one that people laugh at me sometimes about when I tell it to them, but I completely mean it. And it's this. You have got to get in the habit, but more importantly, you have got to live in the habit of giving your 100% best effort into every single thing that you do every single time that you do it. You've got to be in the habit of giving your 100% best effort, your best work, your most concerted mind to whatever it is that you are doing every single time in every situation of your life. And, you know, we can talk about this in sports. That's like really easy to understand. You know, if you're watching an athlete or if you were an athlete or if you are someone who is involved with athletics, fitness, be it a yoga me meditation, a yoga practice, running for myself, or if you're in the gym lifting weights, what is it that you're doing? And what is it that you're doing when you're performing either one of these tasks at the highest level? You are focused on giving your 100% best effort to that one thing. This can be true for work as well. You know, it's so easy to go throughout the day and simply put together the work and say, you know what, ah, it's good enough. 
You know, 98%, 90%, 80%, this is passable. This is going to work for us. Let's go. And they keep moving on. And they keep moving on. And now what they've done is they've gotten into the habit of producing work, which isn't great. Okay, this can also be applied to, I mean, even cooking. I mean, I literally was cooking earlier today, and I was looking at the chicken breast from maybe five, inch, five inches away. I'm listening to the sound of the chicken breast cooking on the black oven top. What do I have, a skillet? This black skillet, and I'm listening to it, and I'm watching it, and I'm thinking to myself, I want to make this chicken better than I've ever made it before. And you know what? It wasn't. But I'm getting closer, and I'm getting better at it only because I am giving it my 100% undivided attention. This can be cleaning. I mean, if you're cleaning your house, what is it that you've got to do? You know, you've got to be able to look at all the places that you typically overlook. Because I bet you right now, if you said, hey, I'm going to go mop my floors, the main places that you would get probably are going to be the areas where you see the most exposed wood. But let me ask you a question. I mean, are you moving your furniture out of the way to collect all of the dust? Are you? That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that type of attention to detail, that type of focus, where you are literally moving everything out of the way so that you can get every single tiny little particle of dirt off the ground. It's you giving 100% of your best effort from going from working in the afternoon to when you get home and you're making a meal, you are making that meal better than you have ever made it. Hey, if you've got to clean up after the fact, you are giving your absolute best effort in producing the best possible work with cleaning. Hey, this can be in the form of praying as well. You know, if you're taking time to spend time with your God, you're making sure that you're not trying to think about other things. You're focused on thinking about God. You know, with your personal relationships, how many times are we in the room with someone, but we're on our phone, we're distracted, you know, we're thinking about what happened today, we're watching a game, we're watching the TV, we're on our phones, we're not fully engaged with the person in that room. And so we're literally giving 5%, 10%, 20%, 30% of our best effort to that person. And that just cheapens the relationship. And honestly, this too goes for fun. I mean... I think this is pretty easy for most people to get because people love to have fun. I mean, everyone's all about maximizing their fun. But for real, like if you are actually, if you've done every single thing with 100% effort throughout the week, throughout the day, throughout the hour, know too that you're fun. You should give 100% of yourself to enjoying yourself as much as you can, truly being an Epicurean. You have got to be in the habit of giving 100% to every single task that you do, no matter how big it is, no matter how small it might seem. You've got to give 100% every single time. And this isn't just once a day. This isn't twice a day. This isn't once a week. This is with every single thing that you do. What I hear most often with people rejecting this ideology in regards to their work or their relationships, or any of the above. But really think about this in terms of work. Most people are saying to themselves, hey, you know what? If I was on a bigger stage, then I would perform. If I was in the right situation, then I would give my 100%. Then. And, you know, that's a classic paradox of if X, then Y. 
So if I gave, if I was in a situation where I was supposed to give 100%, then I would give it. And that's the completely backwards way of thinking about it. Because you need to recognize that, no, you need to start doing 100% of your best effort into thing X right now, whether that be your personal relationships, your job, your work, uh, your fitness, your cleaning, your praying, your relationships, your fun. You have got to give 100% of your best efforts for them right now so that in the future, and we can talk about this really in the terms specific to work, that when you are put into greater and greater positions of influence and power and command, you have already gotten in the habit of giving 100% to everything that you are doing. And I think one of the biggest mistakes of holding back in the moment right now, because maybe you're underestimating it or maybe you're saying, hey, it's beneath me, it's not big enough, is how will you ever actually expect to perform at a high level on the biggest stage if you can't even perform at a good level or an above average level on this lower stage. And I think a lot of people honestly have a lot of, a lot of false bravado and confidence in just saying, you know, if I was there, if I was on that bigger stage, that bigger platform, then I would rise up, then I would perform. But that's completely backwards. The only way that you make it to the highest stage the only way that anyone actually knows who your name is, besides God and Jesus, of course, but the only way that people know your name is if you give them a reason to. And no one's going to give you a reason. No one is going to give you the opportunity to make people believe, to make people see how great it is that you truly are. Because, again, that's the prophecy for your life. But no one is going to give you that opportunity if you're producing less than your best on a daily basis. The people that shape culture, the people that shape society are the ones that are in the habit of giving 100 per cent.